Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join Thank us. you. Right, truly. Isn't that a song? <laughs> it is. Which I'm song? I'm glad you caught that. Hmm? Which song is it? Mm-hmm. People love train. Oh my gosh. You're so right. People all over the world. Join hands. Wow. What a, yeah, what a beautiful song. I was just song. coming in because I wasn't sure you were going to get there. So I just... Oh my gosh. You guys. <laughs> Love train. I love it. See, this is this is beautiful. Anyways, guys, welcome to um, the recap of Married at First Sight, episode 14 or 15. Uh, popping the questions. Is, is this part one or part two? Part two for me. Part one for some of y'all. <laughs> this, this is, is popping the questions. This season 14. So says oh. the Lifetime website. Okay, thank you. Let's, let's get it right then. Um, so, yes, episode... 13 popping the questions we get a lot of camera time with the experts this episode so of course Mm. you know we'll have a lot to say um because you know how we feel about those so-called experts but yes are we ready oh we're not ready yet i have to ask a question i think so i I, (laughs) we're we're getting the hang of it (laughs) okay tamra Mm -hmm. uh any news from the streets? Any the news for sight streets. streets in particular? Particular. So week? this week, um, I didn't see a lot of married at first sight things. I saw a few folks. Um, what's the girl's name? Clara or Clara? I'm not really Clara. sure what she's calling herself these days. Um, she was uh, doing a lot of partying. Um, so just the usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia is apparently a Kansas fan. So she was having a lot of uh, stories about, um, is it basketball season or something? Girl, I don't, I don't know. I saw baseball on at the gym the other day. So I was like, maybe it's baseball season now. I don't know. Oh, March Madness. Good grief. So I think March Madness is coming to a close or has closed. Uh, maybe it's the finals or something. Correct us if we're wrong. But Virginia and Clara were out there in those streets and the bars having a great time. Um, Mirla was in the work streets. Um, she's at a conference for mm. organization called TNTP, which is actually a solid, it's actually like a, I mean, it's not that I'm saying that she's not like a real educator, but um, TNTP is like a, um, it's like a teacher, what's it called? The new teacher project. And oh, I actually know some what folks. What does that mean? I know so it's like reimagining teaching and like they receive a lot of um funding. They just received Ooh. like a whole bunch of money from uh Mackenzie Scott, who is uh-huh. um the ex wife of whatchamacallit, the Amazon guy. Mm-hmm. Bezos. Yeah, she's just got money. I mean, just to give to charity. I'd love well, to I'm figure glad out. she's giving it to charity. <laughs> she really is. She's giving a lot of money away. She gave so much like HBCUs We're a nice charitable organization and- for anyone. Right, if anyone wants to throw us, like, you know, doesn't need to be the $20 million that they gave TNTP, but, you know. I would take can, it, but. You know, something else, perhaps. But anyways, Mirla's at a TNTP um, event, or I guess like a conference. 
So, you know, she's a real educator out there doing real things, you know, uh, working, you know, as as her um, ex counterpart is slinging Mm -hmm. love books and I don't know, having photo shoots. What? (laughs) What is he writing in this love book? Well, he was like co-signing someone else who wrote it about how to love or something. He's such an idiot. I can't believe y'all was really on the guild train. And look at y'all now. Just shambles. Oh my goodness. Let that man um, But yeah, he's out there peddling books and, you know, wearing red bottoms and, you know. The true author. Peddling tequila also. I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> um, look at his social media if you're ever interested. Strange, but, you know, he's, you know, got to get the money, I guess. So, yeah, I just saw saw some of those things out there in the streets. So, you know, nothing too big. But, oh, and apparently Jamie and Doug, um, the infamous Jamie and Doug, are going to be in Asheville because they're on some, like, cross-country, um, I guess, road trip with their kids. And they're accepting people to come, like, talk to them or hang out with them in Asheville, but you have to sign an NDA and a background check. So, oh, if y'all are interested... Go out and out to Asheville. Why would, okay, so they're, hold on, let me make sure I understand. They're in Asheville. Yes. Or they're going to Asheville. Yeah, and and they're having a meet and greet. Meet and greet. Oh, it's a meet and greet where you have to sign an NDA. Yes. That seems. And a background check. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, okay. you know, I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But wow. yeah, that's what I have saw in the Meredith First Night Streets. Thanks for sharing. I don't know if that was not that you weren't great, but I just don't. I mean, that's what they're doing out here. It's it's not it's not a lot. I mean, and honestly, like this week has been a lot. You know, it's been a lot going on this past couple of weeks in the news. So, married at first sight, people, you know, they were just kind of taking a breather because okay. the other news was newsing. So, <laughs> goodness. Okay, y'all. For this episode, this is the classic unanswered questions episode, aptly named Poppin' the Questions, which I said last week, but I was misinformed through no fault of my own. Um, however, we're doing unanswered questions, which is when they meet with the experts and the experts tell them questions to ask each other. It seemed like on Twitter, people didn't know that this happened before. Where the experts met separately with people, but y'all do remember mm-hmm. Mirla stumbled in drunk last time with Dr. Pepper. That's yes. pretty. Yes, this has happened before. It's not the first season where the experts have met separately, but I guess for some of you, it may have been. Anywho, um, we start off 17 days from decision day, and it's Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal who are meeting with uh, different people in the couple. Now that I'm thinking, was last time one expert met with both partners? Wait, let's think for a second. Because Mirla met with pa- with Pastor, with Dr. Pepper. Who did Gil meet with? Wasn't it Pastor Cal? I think so. Yeah, so I think, yeah. So this is not new. This is this is how okay. it usually goes. Okay. I, okay, I was trying to see, like, maybe I was misremembering. Yeah, because okay. I, remember, I remember Bao met with Pastor Cal and then Dr. Pepper met with uh, that crazy guy. Johnny Lamb? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, everyone's 
Jasmine, little video cams. Jasmina says that they're doing good. We see Noi. She says they're struggling to communicate. Noi is really losing me, y'all. Mm. <laughs> I thought she was going to be better than she is, but so now I. I just feel like she's super bratty and I'm annoyed with Noi. I just, I, I don't know. Mark says it's been a difficult week. Which is nothing Did new. Did you say difficult week difficult... or difficult five weeks? Or is that later? I was going to say, it's been a difficult marriage. Let's just be honest. <laughs> he says they're trying to navigate a healthy relationship. Um, for some reason, before we meet with anyone, we have to have something to show before we just dive right in. So yeah. we see Katina and Lajuan. They're going grocery shopping, which is Ah, uh, this is the first time they've gone grocery shopping in 40 days. And not at a grocery store. No, they're like you. at a little bodega or something. <laughs> yes, it's like a little, like a real, like a cutesy, like, it's like a central market, but without the market. So it's like that stuff in the middle where it's got like the supplements and like some really cutesy, this is like, like chocolate. There's some meat and some <laughs> so weird interesting items and... I don't know. I don't see like aisles with groceries. If yeah, that's what it's like wants a specialty, like a specialty store. I just I saw the name on the bags and I I couldn't. Oh, what was it? I I couldn't. I didn't pause it because I was just like I just want Katina to get the fuck out of this grocery store. So I didn't even oh. like look. But yeah, please okay. walk. This was a strange scene. Please walk us through. <laughs> yeah. So there's like some specialty items. She picks up some hot fudge. They're looking at meats. They have like lamb and lamb. Uh, I don't even know how you would describe it. Like plain lamb, like and then they have like fancy lamb. lamb. Yeah, yeah, like ground lamb, lamb with and this like lamb, or that, yeah. like some some different lamb variations. Um, Alajuan is still being himself, and he's saying, you know, he wants her to cook, but he'd have to be behind her to guide her. And I was like, here we go with this the same mm -hmm. bullshit again. Um. They're picking up some different things. He picks up some ribs, and she's like, yeah, I know how to do ribs. You just season it and put some sauce on it. And then he goes into this whole thing, asking her, like, you saying season it, but what seasonings? And she's like, salt and pepper. And he's like, and barbecue wow. sauce. And she's like, I said that already. Both of them it's are so wrong. <laughs> so I just don't even know where to start. You season it and sauce it. Goodness. Then salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. Everything needs salt and pepper, I think. But there could be definitely more. With, um, what disagree. would you do? Tell me what you do. Well, usually, like, I start on meat. I always start with Tony's. So, like. Oh, that's and, a good. And Tony's Louisiana. has salt in it. so It does. Yeah, so. But I she's in Boston. Tony's. Yeah, I. Man, that was tough Come to on. hear. It was tough to hear. Salt and pepper. I was like, wow. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's some merit here. Okay, so y'all know Tamara is a girl from the Gulf, and Tony's girl from mother. the Gulf. I love that. I know you should make it your new Instagram handle. Girl Bam. from the Gulf. Um. Oh yeah. And man. Katina's not. Katina's still learning her way Katina's around the kitchen. Katina's not a girl from the Gulf at any means. So we're gonna let Katina pass with salt and pepper and some other seasonings. Um. And barbecue sauce. She knew she had the basics. Elijah was just giving her a hard time. They start talking about having a fried chicken cook off. <laughs> Apparently, he has a family recipe, which is interesting because we don't really see Elijah with a whole lot yes. of family. So I was I was shocked. I was like, family, huh? Let's get into mm. that. Yeah. So she says she can cook fried chicken though, and then she'll be able to talk shit about his food. Interesting. 
Isn't it? It is. Because honestly, y'all, fried chicken is hard. I think, honestly, fried chicken is hard to do because you can't just like throw some chicken in some flour and then fry it. Like, I feel like, you know, there could be dried chicken. There can be like a very moist chicken. Are you doing like chicken, like legs or like just like the, like, I feel like there's, I don't know. I, I, I question this. I question both of them frying chicken if i'm being frank i think they were both full shit. Should. it didn't sound like either one of them really knew what they were talking about but <laughs> it sounded like they were just talking shit because she says elijah Wan can only make breakfast which we've seen him do already that's true um when he was putting so those been... yellow things on those pancakes when we saw that oh, we, really, we couldn't decide they were like pineapples pineapples <laughs> like what in the batter like what's happening uh, yeah both of them got variation maybe questionable. Was, like corn cakes and he was putting corn in the pan i don't know corn cakes i don't know i'm trying to understand this man and it's been a tough season for me and him <laughs> so they spent all that time looking around talking and they eventually check out with one brown paper bag worth of food so why do you think they chose ribs because i'm assuming those were pork ribs right i would guess but i don't know why they would choose or that seems like a like how to she just go in the grocery how, store and buy ribs with no yes plan. like how you gonna cook that she'll have to figure it out and then like at a specialty store like why would you i'm just i was just so perplexed like why are you choosing ribs for one like it's are y'all gonna have like a just like they some sort of cookout no, or in expectations like, if you're making ribs then like what are you eating with ribs because ribs is usually like barbecue food so like i'm just she doesn't know they don't know and then you just gonna put it in the oven <laughs> they don't know just lower your expectations <laughs> that they ribs not gonna get doing. cooked it's gonna sit in the freezer probably it's the blind leading the blind over there so <laughs> we'll just let that go okay. take us to this these uh, so we get some really serious music here like very like trouble me serious serious music we have mark and Lindsay here um the scene opens with Lindsay saying i'm at a true loss with you she tells mark that she needs consistency and she feels drained he says that he needs healthy communication and he says that the way she speaks to him is not healthy Mark says in his confessional that last night they had a difficulty and it carried over to today and she won't let it go. He says he doesn't want to get into unhealthy fights and when she raises her voice, it triggers him. He tells her that he won't go negative towards her. He'll try to be calm and maintain order. Um, But then she says that she wants him to bring positivity in the relationship. Then she Hmm. starts crying and asks him, what is he going to do for her? Just the way they're talking to each other is just so I thought that was insane. a strange thing for her to say that. <laughs> like, just just the way they're talking. I'm like, are y'all even here, like, present in this actual no. conversation? Like, it's not even a conversation. Because, like, they're not even following each other here. Um, he apologizes. I feel like a little passive aggressively for not being the husband she wanted and for not doing what she wants. And it's just bad. He just um, wants her to shut up. Yeah. She says that she feels like he doesn't respect her, value her or care for her. Mm. So these guys aren't going to make it like, there's just absolutely no way. I don't, 
think so. I mean, she's saying she's heartbroken. She's drained. Uh, yeah, she says he's always, like, posting on Instagram and stuff instead of talking to her. Not, like, Noi, but he's just, like, engaging with people who listen to him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're always saying you're leaving and you ain't going nowhere. And I was like, Ooh, hello? Hello. And then it's like, like she it. can't even, like... Like, she can't even go tit for tat with him because it's like, he'll say stuff like that and then she'll just be like, well, you don't respect me or, like, you don't love me. Like, she can never, it seems like she never holds herself accountable. So even when he's Mm. saying, like, I need, you know, healthy conversation or healthy um, communication, then she goes back to, well, you need to be there for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she never really stays on task. Yes. You know who else points that out this episode? Pastor Mm -hmm. Cal. He's noticed that this girl is all over the place. She really is. Poor Mark. I just feel... (laughs) I feel like he's trapped with her. He looks so just like... Talk about drained. Like, he looks like he is truly like being held hostage, being held captive. Like, he is so uncomfortable with her. Like, there is no love... It's not good for Mark Shared Mark apartment. No. This is so bad. This is rock bottom for him. Mark and this gray hair. Some of y'all might have seen me commenting on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just everywhere. And he wasn't like this when we first met him. No. I don't know if he had just died himself. But either way, he was either keeping up better with himself then or she's aged him significantly. He is so stressed out. In the past out. 40 days. Yeah. He needs a hug. Anybody want to go rescue Mark? Anybody? <sighs> Poor Mark. That's the thing, too, right? Because he doesn't have a whole lot of family. He's really Mm-mm. trapped. He's isolated. Yeah, he really is. Because he said, like, well, I think we'll get into that later. But it's like, oh. it's really just him. Like, he doesn't, yeah. you know. This poor man. And it sucks that they paired him with, ugh, I don't know, man. We got to get into I think she matches. means well, but it doesn't come across at all, so. I, there's not a lot of self-awareness there. As someone mm-hmm. who I feel like it sounds like she's been to therapy, but like this, these relationships, <laughs> like it sounds like she's been to therapy, but took what she want from it. Yes. Like, this doesn't apply. This doesn't apply. <laughs> yeah. Just kept it moving. <laughs> Cause like, you know, anybody can walk in and you don't know, nod and be like, yeah, I hear you. But like, you know, yeah. you have to apply that. And she just doesn't, it's just so bad. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a tough one with them. Um, we have a little bit of a commercial break and then we get into the meat of it where everyone is going to meet with the experts. So we start with Noy and Steve. Noy is meeting with Pastor Cal and Steve is meeting with Dr. Pepper at some cute little winery. I couldn't tell. I was like, is this a brewery? Because I thought she was drinking. At first I was like, she's drinking beer. And then I was like, no, I don't see any foam. And then I saw ice. No, it's like so some cocktail like, or something. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is good. I was like, what's that, Dr. Pepper? Mm-hmm. Tell us more. <laughs> um, but it looked cute wherever yeah. they were. Very nice um, weather. Where were Pastor Cal and Noy? It looked like they were on like some sort of, not a pier, but like near the water somewhere. Like yeah. they were on some sort of like sidewalk area. They weren't at such a cute place. No, I saw too. concrete and stuff. So <laughs> Steve, gets, sort of lush, <laughs> Steve gets Steve gets the nice area. Noi gets the back he alley or something. <laughs> um, basically, they both talk with their respective expert about social media. Pastor Cal reminds Noi that social media can 
put the marriage in a world of hurt, his words, <laughs> um, and that she needs to be more careful. This is um, kind of like the example of what we just said with Lindsay, where she's like listening to Pastor Cal, but she's not caring about anything he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you needed a case in point example, this would be that. Uh, Steve brings it up to Dr. Pepper as well. Um, Dr. Pepper agrees with him and she thinks Noi is really afraid um, and doesn't know how to behave due to her fear. And she thinks Steve should try to reassure her, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, once we get to the questions, which is, you know, what do you want to know about your partner? Noi says she wants to know if he can get a job, if he can hold down a job. And this was the first time, I think, the whole season where I started to see her perspective a little bit more. Where I was like, okay, that's different mm-hmm. than, I think, what she's been saying. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if he can get a job, what makes her think he's unemployable? Yeah, this is what I was confusing. Um, because she said that her fears is that he can't hold a job. Well, he didn't get fired from the last job, did he? No, that's why I'm like, well, what do you mean he can't hold a job? Like, I I think what she's trying to say is that he has no drive to have a job or to have a traditional or to have a traditional nine to five. Yes, I think as she explained it more, it started to become clearer, but she hadn't explained herself as much this whole season. Yeah, she hadn't. And I, th- and I think because Pastor Cal, like you can't just sit there and just kind of tiptoe around it. And so she's just saying how... You know, she feel like her marriage is in danger. She needs to feel financially secure. And mm-hmm. she's just not used to that. So what I think is she's not used to being with a man who has no desire to hold a traditional nine to five job. Yes. Yes. And I think she's she went on somewhere with that where she was saying, like, my family, you know, we like to work and we'll keep working to have more. Mm-hmm. And Steve's OK with not having more. Like, he's like, I'm good right now. Like, I don't need any more income yeah. at this moment. I think that part's creeping her out. Yeah, and I can see how that might be very strange. Because, like, even just from, like, culturally, like, to have that amount of, like, oh, well, I don't need to work right now. You know, I'm just going to hang out. Like, we're usually always moving or, like, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get more. Like, we're always trying to get more. Trying to get ahead. yes exactly and so he's saying basically like oh we know i'm good you know once the money runs out you know i'll do something essentially and it's like we don't (laughs) let the money run out like the money doesn't run out like we're always getting it so like i feel like his his relax his his relaxed behavior or his relaxed mindset around working i do think is a bit jarring I think it's definitely throwing red flags for her. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell? How could you not? How could you think this is okay? Yeah. Um, so it makes sense. Um, I just wish she wouldn't. She's... It's just the way that she talks to him about it is, is where she's mm-hmm. losing me. Yes. Her in general. <laughs> losing yeah, pretty me. much. <laughs> um, she also says she's fearful that the marriage is in danger. Um, Pastor Cal reminds her that her need for this financial security is very deep because of her history. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like this season is different from like, remember last season where they had to take each other to like their childhood homes and talk yes. about their past and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and we're really missing that in this season. Somebody who is producing this season has taken away some of the key yeah. things, like the financial discussion, the historical discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I assumed she had already talked to Steve about this, but 
I'm not sure if she has, but I guess when she does talk to him, he doesn't seem shocked and scared, so maybe she yeah. did. I don't know. So Pastor Cal coaches her that that's how she needs to explain it to Steve. Um, anything else from this? Steve and Dr. Pepper's conversation seemed pretty, like, par for the course. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, I've, I did think the social media thing is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And this whole thing about fear-based, I'm like, wow, y'all giving her a lot of grace here. You know, putting, people kind of Putting divided. him out there. <laughs> putting him out there people, on social media. <laughs> people are kind of divided on that on our, our Twitter poll. Really? Um, yes. Let's see. We have 18 votes. Thank y'all, sweet 18 people. And it's coming in with yes at 72.2% and no with 27.8%. So the yes people believe that social media should not be a thing or you shouldn't run to social media. And then there are 20% who agree. That's interesting. 27% who are like, no, it's not off limits. You can go do what you want to do. Huh. Mm -hmm. In a marriage? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I guess they are married. That is very interesting. I'd love to dive into that more. Yeah, thank y'all for participating. I love the insight to just know how y'all feel about some of this stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what we got from that. Some people agree, some people disagree. Um, I also think a bit of it depends on how your partner responds to that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Steve has already set her down and told her like this. Yeah, is this, yeah, and she still did it. So it's like, okay, girl, this, this yeah. isn't good. So if he didn't care or, like, they were both doing that, maybe it'd be a different conversation. But mm-hmm. he's already addressed it with you, and you've, you know, been annoyed. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah, that's true. Well, <sighs> we get into a little um, a little filler, um, I guess, clip before the meat of it. Um, Katina and Olajuwon are sitting there uh, preparing for their meetings with Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper. Katina says that she doesn't know if she likes meeting with the experts a lot um, <laughs> and talking about their feelings because it's too much for her. Can we? What? I was like, are we meeting with them a lot? And I don't know about it. No. Like, I didn't when, think so, but she, that's what I thought when she said that. Yeah, but it's so interesting that she was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about my feelings. And I'm like, well, that's right. You in the mess. Let's see. Very mm. interesting here. Um, so Katina meets with Pastor Cal. And she opens up the conversation and says that marriage is good and, you know, they do have conflicts. She mentions the dating app and she says that she didn't like how Olajuwon approached it. And Pastor Cal said that he had heard some things as well. She says Mm. for Olajuwon that it's a trigger and she told him to not embarrass her like that in front of people ever again. Pastor Mm. Cal tells her to ask Olajuwon about that trigger, and this is the time to find out things about him. Um, Pastor Cal says that apparently Olajuwon has had some hard times. I mean, who would know? Because, like, he doesn't talk (laughs) about it. Um, So apparently he wants Katina to ask more of those questions to help her understand who he is. So then Pastor Cal talks about his favorite topic, intimacy. He says he knows they haven't advanced yet, and she says that they are very attracted to each other. She says that sometimes she'll be in the mirror, and Olajuwon will come over and kiss her neck, and it's like, ooh. Um, (laughs) She says that there are feelings there, um, but she doesn't want to be dick dizzy. And dick dizzy. (laughs) 
Had you heard this term before? I have not. Is this a Boston thing? Are we thing? old? I don't know. Because, you know, I'd be, I be, I, I don't know. I'm in the, sh- I listen to a lot of, you know, music. I thought we were pretty, like, on it. But... I feel pretty worldly, but I've never heard of dick dizzy. So I apparently, y'all. in my circles, we call it dickmatized, but. Yes. Yes. But maybe it's Dizzy. down here at the bottom of the states and she's yes. at the top. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But apparently Dick Dizzy is when the sex <laughs> is so good, the lust takes over and you can't think with a clear mind. But mm. that could be also, I feel like sometimes we used to call it whipped. Like we used to call it like a lot that's of different pussy things. Whipped, though. Oh, that's true. This is the Or dick. I guess this you is, could be dick whipped. That's a thing dick, too. Dick Dizzy. I love I mean, she says title, a lot of though. strange things. Salt and pepper. So then she's telling Pastor Cal she won't be dick dizzy. And then Pastor Cal says, well, you know, marriage, you know, having that feeling lust in a marriage is good. You want to be dizzy. He doesn't say dick, but he just says you want to be dizzy. And I well, yeah, but I get what she's saying because she's saying that, you know, she's going in very cautious because you don't know if it's going to work out. And even even though they're married, she still, you know, has some concerns, as rightfully so. But, I mean, do we think that he could make her dizzy? I don't know. I think he could make Katina dizzy, yes, because she's still with him after all this. So I'm like, she... <laughs> <laughs> I think do with some think... people it wouldn't work out that way, but I think with her particularly, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm in love. You think he could make you dizzy? Dick dizzy? You know... I would have a problem just having a conversation with a man. So I don't know if we could make it that far. Oh my God. I mean, honestly, I like know. he'd have to put something over his head because as soon as I see your head, I'm like, geez. <laughs> the way he talks, I'd be like, oh. I'd be like, just stop talking. I don't know. It's a lot of talk, talk, talk. You know what they say about, you know, people who talk a lot. I'm like, I don't know. Mm. It's a lot of he could be overselling, but again, yes. I don't think I don't hear him talk a lot about his dick game. So if he was telling her like, "Girl, you just wait one of these world. days, you know, I'm gonna catch you slipping, and we gonna hit it off," you know. But I don't hear him really saying anything, so I'm kind of like, mm. I guess true. he was talking a lot about Isaac. That was a time when he was yeah. kind of like. I mean, I don't know though because when he's at home and he's high, like he's chill. You know, you never know. He may pull that, that. So you wouldn't put a bag over his head if he was high. You would get him high mm. so you could have. Well, he had that do rag on. That's true. <laughs> that was helpful. That was helpful. That's what I'm thinking. I can't see the hairline. But anyways, we transition into Elijah and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> totally off topic. Oh, good. And how do we get there? Elijah and Dr. Pepper. Um, Dr. Pepper asks him. What improvements does he need in order to say yes on decision day? And he says, you know, he loves to speak in that like Tumblr, Pinterest type things. Just keep being her. (laughs) Just keep being Katina, being vulnerable. Show me that you're solid and that I have a partner, not a shadow. He wants her to feel secure. He tells Dr. Pepper about the dating app, and he says that she didn't use it, but it should have been gone by the time she got married. Dr. Pepper says that this really upset her. He was super lovey-dovey through that whole dinner, then at the very end, he said it in a way that everyone was taken aback. She asks him, you know, why do you talk to her like that? And the impression she gets is that he talks down to her. Elajuan mm. completely changes his his tone voice body everything like he gets very visibly upset 
Um, he says that he gets upset with her and a little stern, but he doesn't talk down to her and he doesn't belittle her. He claims that he apologized, but he did tell her that he takes this process very seriously. So then Dr. Pepper says, well, you also told her that she had no life skills and that she was behind you in maturation. And, that just, and she was like, I want to hear your side on this. So then he com- this is where the mood really changes. And he says that he doesn't think that that's funny. And she says, well, I don't think it's funny either. He says he's bothered by all of this. And if she feels like he treats her that way, then she should say no on decision day. So then in his confessional, he says that he feels disrespectful, disrespected, that this is spit in his face. Mm. And he said that he said those things in week one and week two, and he doesn't feel that way now towards his wife. She's shown that she can handle her own. He says that in the beginning, he handled this very wrong and it took him a while to catch up and he accepts responsibility. He's seen so much growth in her and this process has made her grow up. When they talk Mm -hmm. to one another, they handle things correctly And so he says, if decision day was tomorrow, he says that he doesn't want to give an answer right now. But if she doesn't want to be with him at the end of this, he would be sad. Hmm. What do you think? So I didn't like that he got very defensive about the whole, um, about him, about, you know, the accusations that he talks down to her. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know if I necessarily like how it was brought to him. Um, yes, because I feel like Dr. Pepper, the way she talked to him about it, I kind of was just like, Oh, I wish we had chosen a different route instead of Uh like being accusatory. I feel like it would have been better to ask him, you know, I, we saw the footage from the dinner. Can you explain to me, you know, what you were thinking or why you chose that route versus, Uh well, Uh I heard that you'd be talking down to her because then he kept going (laughs) on this, like he said, she said, I'm like, Elijah, one. This is a TV show, so the he said, she said it is the camera. Um, part of it's the I think you know how production feeds in those notes. Yeah, but, but I mean, but it also it's like, but this is a TV show, so it's the he said, she said is production and the camera. This is a television show, yeah. so like it felt like he was deflecting in that moment because I'm like, this isn't like someone's talking bad about you. It's fucking production because they're looking at what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I wish he hadn't gotten on that ta- on that tangent. But at the same time, I didn't love how Pastor how Pastor how Dr. Pepper <laughs> approached him about that situation because it just felt very like I'm trying to I'm trying to I don't know. But at the same time, a hit dog will holler. So I don't know. I was like, it's just well, so much thing. happening. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that she was chosen to speak to Elijah because I feel mm. like they've had some tension in the yes. past. Yeah, it hasn't um, been all him good. And, her. and I th- I would think that he would easy be have an easier conversation with Pastor Cal. So Absolutely. that kind of confused me on who's who's choosing who because, you know, obviously he's gonna react to Dr. Pepper a little bit more. Right. Yeah. And I feel like they know he's reactive and now they're fighting yeah it felt very much like a setup like because like to your point it's like y'all know how he is you've seen the footage so why would why would pepper go and talk to him like that like it just felt very strange yeah yep i agree and i feel like you know elijah even though he's like a loud mouth i feel like he has some level of sense Mm -hmm. um yeah and i and it seemed like he was catching on like oh this is a setup 
yeah <laughs> and everyone's like no it's not like no, like, no we just care is. about you and your marriage and he's like fuck y'all y'all ain't helping me so yeah <sighs> it's yeah um we see noi and steve they're doing a little bit of debriefing after noi is sitting on in the corner of the couch and she's like trying to get information from steve in a way that is <laughs> I don't know. It's like she's really being really coy. She's like, well, what did y'all talk about? Is it things that we've talked about? Do we like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like she's fishing, but she's not like directly asking him anything. Um, so Steve tells her it went well. Steve explains to her why it's important to, or why it's important to not post on social media and let everyone know the marriage is in distress. I feel like Steve has already said this, but he's saying it again because <laughs> he's been instructed to say it again steve mm-hmm. steve's a bit of a rule follower um i see where he like takes direction and applies it which is yeah. is good absolutely um she's like i understand but uh because she's like well what social media post mm. my girl noi what social media post and he's like oh. the one that says you know when you start to think you deserve better you do she's like well i understand your perspective but that wasn't directed at you and he's oh. like noi and she says, well, it wasn't directed at you, but sometimes I do feel that way in the marriage. Oh, okay, well, then, Noi. <laughs> one plus one is two, then. It wasn't about him. Why are you trying to make it about him? No, Girl. this is just the way Noi feels in general. This is her general thoughts. In the marriage. <laughs> sometimes in the marriage, she feels that way. But just because she posted that doesn't mean she posted about her husband. Right. I exactly. wonder how she was posting pre-marriage like was she has she always posted mm, these kinds of things that's a great or is question. this like these fucking weird up. quotes with like clouds in the background i'm like this is corny <laughs> as shit <laughs> like this is so corny and it's obviously like you clearly want a reaction it reminds me of like when we used to put statuses on like a messenger where oh, it would be I was like say when we used to subtweet people or even a subtweet but but even that it's like i don't know why it connects me back to aim because i remember like seeing somebody come on like messenger and i'd be like "Ooh, i'm gonna make my status about them oh you would change your status to send somebody lost <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i would I change it to like that. some random quote granted i was like 13 so i want okay. noi to do better like truly i think everyone wants noi to do better except for noi because <laughs> noi is like you know i get what you're saying but it's my social media that was um, nuts yeah, you know, sometimes people really double down on the bullshit, and this is that right here with Noi. So sad. Um, so she says she, she respects she respects everyone's opinion, and she wants them to respect hers. And he says, well, I'm not walking away feeling really good about this conversation because of, you know, your unwillingness to change anything. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know, he asks her, he's like, what more do you deserve? And she's like, I need financial security. She tells him about the whole past thing. He doesn't seem very reactive because I guess they've already talked about it. And he, I guess for the first time, says that he's willing to get a job or make a plan with her to make money to try to figure it out. Which, last time, Noi said that he wanted some kind of plan and she didn't want to do it for him. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what's different between now and last week, but... When she was talking to Sriracha last week, she was like, I'm not going to do it. He needs to do it. The plan is to get a job. Why do we need a plan? So I don't know. But now I guess we're on the same page. He says he wants to give her the security. He kind of reassures her, reassures her, 
Steve has continued to be very patient with this girl. Mm-hmm, um, absolutely. I don't know if she appreciates it. I don't think it. she deserves it. <laughs> or deserves it, right. She's, I don't know, his hands are full. Um, It looks like they're going to be okay right now for this single, single, singular moment. But we'll see what happens. Hmm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we transition into uh, Mark and Lindsay's their uh, their conversations with the so-called experts. Um, Mark does some little strange selfie cam before meeting with Pastor Cal and says he doesn't know what to do or which way to go in his marriage. He's just at a loss. Goodness. So mm-hmm. he meets with Pastor Cal and, you know, Pastor Cal, you know, lets him know that he's seen some things. He knows that, you know, things are not well, but that they can. Things, I know some things. This is triggering <laughs> to people. You need to right. saying that. But Pastor Cal says that they can work on Lindsay's delivery. Um, sometimes she just shoots, but he wants Mark to advocate for himself and tell people how to treat him. He asked Mark, what is the root? Um, why, you know, like, what's the issue here? And Mark says that he wants to ask Lindsay, why does she communicate so aggressively? And why does she go to such a mean place to hurt him? And he says that her energy in these fights reminds him of his parents fighting and it reminds him of his mom specifically. And the way his mom would argue and scream at his dad, it's just a huge trigger for him. He says that his mom did everything for him. And Pastor Cal asks him if he's afraid of turning into his father. And then we get a very long pause. Mark says that he's never been asked that before. He starts crying. And he said that his dad would never say anything when his mom would yell at him. Uh, So then Pastor Cal says that Lindsay isn't his mom. And she just needs the security to know that he is in it. And... If she feels that, then the arguing will subside. He says he doesn't understand why they just can't communicate. And Pastor Cal mm-hmm. says that his expectations are going to screw him up. And it shouldn't be, oh, well, it should be this way or it should be that way. This is just how it's going to be. And they need to move forward and work together. <sighs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm a little... Pastor Cal's perspectives. So... I was a little confused here. So he's saying that when Lindsay yells and argues with him, it reminds him of his mom. Mm-hmm. But then he says his mom did everything for him. So are we mad at mom for screaming and yelling at dad? Or are we not? Like, I couldn't understand. Like, how is it triggering if you don't like, does he have negative feelings for his mom? Like, I'm, I'm confused. I think. If I had to guess, I would say Mark being the child in the situation, children usually don't like to hear a lot of people like fighting and conflict. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, it doesn't sound like his mom was like yelling at him or right, being right. mean or hateful to him. So he could still love her, but also see like this violent side of her and see his dad shut down. Um, Cause it sounds like he loved both his parents. I yeah. remember him talking about his dad before. And I think he probably just felt like a kid caught in the middle as kids tend to, you know, feel like they can't fix the situation, can't calm her down, can't make him speak up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like it puts him in the place of feeling like a little kid again, like witnessing mm-hmm. that. And nothing makes Lindsay happy. And I think, is this? Oh, the opening scene with them 
was just after the yeah it was the morning the after yeah the photo shoot or the day after and he said you know that was we did the photo shoot fine now she still hasn't let it go she's still like harping and angry yeah so i think that really you know is triggering for him that seems really difficult yeah and i guess my whole thing is if this whole if her if a huge part of her is triggering for you which is her you know communicating to him and arguing and yelling then like honestly this doesn't sound like it's gonna work out like i almost felt like and this is why i don't really care for the experts sometimes because it's like Mm. if this is such a huge problem like this sounds like something that's pretty serious like she reminds Mm. you of your mom when she was yelling and screaming and bitching at your dad your dad would shut down and say anything so you're almost watching your parents in yourself so like you're watching Lindsay be your mom you be your dad and yeah you can yeah in like a real marriage maybe y'all could get through that with like you know an actual therapist and like mm-hmm. actual support but not on a tv show like I feel like these are huge things to overcome they are I mean they're massive and like for them to I feel like, you know, I don't know how much time they had to sit down with the experts, but I don't feel like it's enough time to try to unpack all these mommy issues that are on both sides. Um, And, like, I appreciate him going there with Mark, and I appreciate Mark, you know, being honest. And It felt, I felt uncomfortable, because Pastor Cal is not a therapist, and he is not, like, a psychologist, so I honestly wish... The whole, do you, you know, you're not your dad. I just didn't like that, t- that type of language. Like he's mm. not equipped. Pastor Cal is not equipped to have those conversations. I'm sorry. I know y'all love this man, but like, that is not the man that I want to like psychoanalyze my family relationships and baggage. Well, that's the thing too. You make a really good point. Cause he brought Mark to that place and Mark was in that place for the rest of the day. Yes. So. Like he didn't know how to get him out. Yeah. He just kind of took him there and like left like, him yeah. sitting with it. There you go. And and I think in a healthier situation with some kind of licensed professional, mm-hmm. the goal would be to maybe visit that place, but not like sit there and stay there and not yeah. get any kind of motion from that. Cause poor Mark could not function the rest of the day. No. And, then they, and I believe that's the same day that they went and played volleyball. Oh, is it? Well, I don't know because he, he still seems so checked out there. So maybe it was the day after, but it just felt like he could, he did not recover from that. Um, so I don't know. I just felt like that was very just like, I just didn't like that. I was like, you out here proclaiming to be Dr. Yanya and like, you're not (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Yanya. Ooh, that lady. Have y'all seen that show? Oh my goodness. Like seriously, (laughs) like both of y'all need to chill. Anybody can be a doctor. Y'all remember Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's a medical designation just because someone's a doctor, but pastor Cal's a pastor. (gasps) So then we transitioned into Lindsay and Dr. Pepper, who I guess I felt was a little bit more equipped, but even then, not really. Um, Lindsay says that Mark is a genuinely nice man and that he has good intentions, but her issue is two parts. One is consistency. He's very inconsistent. It's whiplash, and it's hard for her to keep giving. Mm. So then Dr. Pepper says, don't forecast. Like, don't say, you know, when you lose it, it's gone. Because apparently Lindsay does the whole, once, you know, once you do this and I'm done. And once you do this and I'm done. And Dr. Pepper says, you know, he's going to become very defensive. So don't forecast what's going to happen. Just talk about the present. Mm. And so she says that Mark pours into everything and everyone accepts her. And she wants him to pour his energy into her. She says, um, 
that she needs him to kind of be more in tune with her and on her side. So then Dr. Pepper says again, well, how else can we say that? Because that's a criticism. And she says, you have so to tell Dr. him. Dr. Pepper is doing some good work with <clears throat> Lindsay. I mean, because, because she's like, you have to tell him how these things make you feel and not just sit there and just nag him. Like, oh, like I thought Dr. this Pepper was... has her work cut out for her, but. But any like self-help Instagram relationship post or profile will, will tell you these basics. So I'm just like, how did you not know this? Um, so she says I that, think Lindsay you know, knows. She's just. She just don't give a fuck. She's like, oh, really? I've heard that before. That's how it applies. I don't know. Um, She's. I don't know. I don't think. I, maybe she knows she don't care. Um, Possible. So Dr. Pepper says that all these things make him very defensive. And she gives her some alternatives to say, you know, just to ask him questions. Like, what do you mean? What do you really want to say? You know, ask some questions to get what she wants because anger is not her friend in the marriage. Mm. Lindsay says that anger is really just more sadness for her. Um, she's usually thinking, am I enough or am I not enough? Does he not understand me? Lindsay says that she feels sad all the time. She starts crying and she says that she always feels like there are good moments, but it's always just so bad. And she wants to enjoy her life, but everything is sad to her. She says her mom never showed her true love. And if she gets mad, typically it's because she feels hurt about something that she can't change. So then Pastor, sorry. So then Dr. Pepper says to ask Mark a couple of questions. What does he think love is now? Can he define what is an emotional connection? And can he walk away from a disagreement before it gets heated? And then in the background, there's a song playing and it says, I got to change for the better now. Except mm. no one's going to change. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... Jade. About that's a loaded scene thank you for covering it because it was a lot and it was just i feel like i'm not understanding what happened with Lindsay and her mom and i feel like if she were to tell us for real and not just leave these like one-liners about my mom never showed me love she was so mean to me like I, I, again like the whole we missed the episode where they talk about family and it's greatly needed this season because i feel like again again mm. we're missing something here like what happened with your mom? Like, did she leave? I think you're right. Everyone is asking for the same information. Like, Lindsay and Mark don't know what happened. Or I guess they might have talked about it. But Jasmine and Michael, same thing. We don't know a lot of background. Mm-hmm. And Katina, we don't know a lot of background about her family. We don't know so much about Olajuwon. It seems like something is missing. I agree. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't understand, like, what's the sequence or, like, wh- who, whoever knew came in and was like, we're cutting the budget and the family. <laughs> we don't need to hear this shit. It's like, but we kind of do, especially if you're going to have this whole season of trauma. Yes. Um, so it just really helps because every person has a traumatic family situation. And I feel like mm-hmm. or has some sort of family situation, except for Steve, I think. Um, and I'm just curious as to, like how that could have helped us, you know, have some conversations this season. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I would bet Steve has some trauma, but we just don't know about it because. Oh, totally. Probably so. I mean, honestly, like just his story, like I, again, you know, it could have been helpful for sure. So. Yeah. It's, 
It's <gasps> tough. I just hope that a lot of conversations are happening off screen. I don't know. At least I hope people are like taking charge of their marriages and being like, okay, let me figure out what I can learn about you. I really don't know because no even, but even like Stephen Noy, like he said on camera that she's just like been dodging his his conversation or his want to have a conversation about the plan and budget, and it's like, what are y'all talking about then? Lord only knows. I, just I can know. believe that, though, because she's kind of squirrely. And I'm sure as much as she's hollering for this conversation, she's also not actively like, okay, let's sit down and talk about it today. So. Hmm. Uh, then what else are they talking about? Uh, who's going to clean the bathroom and when Steve's going to get a job without asking any actual financial questions. Hmm. I guess. <sighs> oh, no. It's, this is tough. Um a tough season. It seems like, you know, we're more than halfway through these marriages and we don't know a lot about each other. Um, <laughs> how are they, how are they going to make any decisions like that? Mm-hmm. I guess they met each other's friends and stuff, but it just doesn't feel very solidified yeah, um, for I anyone. Agree. Uh, next we see Jasmina and Michael getting ready. She goes to meet with Dr. Pepper and he meets with Pastor Cal. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, Michael says he has a good report. Some progress has been made, but, you know, we're not all the way there yet. Jasmina says she's feeling good. Michael says he was doing things out of obligation before, but now he's doing things because he actually likes her. He had mentioned this last episode, too, where he was just doing things he thought a husband should do until he realized it wasn't doing anything for Jasmina. It wasn't making her draw a strop any faster. Um, uh, however, he says now he's, because now he's doing things because he likes her, Pastor Cal puts two and two together and he's like, well, you did the work and then the feelings came and Pastor Cal and Michael are having this very interesting dynamic where it seems like they're egging each other on. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what's happening. It's just like, but... what are y'all doing? Just kiss. <laughs> Pastor Cal's like, well, <laughs> do you see how that worked? And Michael's like, yeah, yeah. I do. I get it. Uh huh. It's just, it's a weird vibe for me as a observer. Um, Dr. Pepper, we see her. They're kind of cutting back and forth and having this weird like transition. Uh, it was very just like not smooth in my <laughs> mind the way they added the transition in there. But they keep doing this. But Dr. Pepper asks Jasmina what her worries are. And Jasmina, interestingly enough, says she doesn't know enough about Michael's past, which made me pause because I felt like Michael told her about trauma on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. He told her at Jasmina's gym, and the so whole thing I feel about like the kid and the, and the bus and CD. He talks a lot about his past, so I'm concerned why she's saying she doesn't know. I don't feel like we know enough about her past. Right. Exactly. So that's what she says. And she's like, I can't be married to a stranger. She says she wants to know more. She doesn't feel like they're having a lot of um, deep, honest conversations, I guess. Even though they played Scrabble in the bed that night, I guess they weren't asking each other questions about their personal lives or their well, histories. Well, whose fault is that? Like, I just... That's what I'm saying. You got to take charge of your relationship and be like, so, you know, who's your first crush? Or try to get some information. But... Mm-hmm. In a normal relationship, you wouldn't wait for somebody outside to be like, okay, now you need to talk about this. You would just talk about it, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there are... I would bet he's scared to talk to her because she could get angry. But mm-hmm. I don't know why she's scared to talk to him. 
I just don't get it all the way. Um, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, she also mentions trust, and she says she trusts very soon, and he doesn't, which everything she says is confusing me. I don't know which what show she's <laughs> watching, but it's not the same one I'm watching. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, Michael and Dr. Pepper <laughs> are talking about, I mean, Michael and Pastor Cal are talking about physical touch and, like, intimacy and Pastor Kyle's like, well, what would she do if, if like, you just reached over and touched her? And Michael's like, I don't know. And I was like, y'all, y'all just don't be. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing in the apartment? Like, doing what's a... going on? <laughs> nothing. We're not missing anything when the cameras aren't rolling over there. Like, it um, just doesn't make any sense. Like, how do y'all sit up and, and play Scrabble all night and then, like, don't touch? Like, I'm just so confused. Girl, they don't play footsie or nothing in that house. Like, that is a... I mean, That's I just don't get that. it. Like, it's, it just must be so tense. I don't think it's tense. I think it's like uh, like a sleepover with, like, your somebody, like your cousin, maybe. I, I disagree. <laughs> I feel like I would probably have more touch with any with my cousin or even a friend. Like, what are they yeah. doing? Nothing. They're not doing anything. <laughs> I don't understand. So he says, which is news to me, he says uh, they used to kiss before bed, like have a good night kiss, um, which I would assume would just be like a very brief peg. But Mm -hmm. they stopped doing it because Jasmina had told Michael that she felt like she was doing out of obligation of what a wife should do. And Michael said, oh, no, I don't want you to do anything out of obligation. And to which Pastor Cal says, well, that is a dumb move. You should let her keep doing it so she would want to do it. Now, I don't really. I don't what, know what, what do we think about, about this? Like what? Like I just, uh, I, I honestly was at a loss for words, and I think I still mm. kind of am. Like I don't really know. Like first of all, I could never tell someone that I liked. Oh, I was just kissing you out of obligation. <laughs> so she doesn't like him. So let's just that's it. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Pastor Cal obviously thinks that, you know, if she would have kept kissing him, someday she would have kissed him because she wanted to. <laughs> wow, y'all, Pastor Cal is living in fucking 1972. Get the fuck out of well, here. Well, it worked for Michael because he was doing things out of <clears throat> obligation, and then he started doing them because he actually liked her. He's, so. I, don't, I don't know. I really don't know what to say. It's giving, like, fake it till you make it. I don't know if I was kissing someone. <laughs> if I was kissing someone out of <laughs> Okay, if I would miss fake it till kiss, you not kissing it. them, I love that. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's Pastor Cat. Just you know, do what you should do, and eventually you'll want to do it, which isn't true. No, um, <laughs> that doesn't work for a lot of things. So I keep thinking about going to the gym. Like I can pretend I like the gym all I want to, but the opportunity to give me not to go, I'm not gonna go. Well, and it's not even the same because it's like some people say like once you get to the gym and you work out, you actually feel better, which is typically true. But that's because yeah. there's science involved, like there's endorphins and like, you know, energy transference and stuff. But like, yeah, but kissing... if I don't go watch Netflix, I may still feel good. Yeah, I just don't think the whole <laughs> I just would like, why would she tell him that? I think she probably told him after he told her that he was doing things he felt obligated to do. And then he probably tried know. to see like a kiss is different. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like to tell a man or woman, hey, FYI, I kissed you last night, but I just did it because I felt I don't like think I she initiated to. that conversation. <laughs> I feel pretty comfortable saying she did not, like, no, come not. out the blue and just say that to hurt his feelings. But they're not doing anything else. So that was the one thing they were doing, and now we don't even have that on the table. So, like, what happens when he leaves in the morning? He just walk out and be like, all right, see ya. Bye. Have a good day. See you, bye. I think just hug. Yeah. Did they say, know. did they, but they said there was no physical touch. Oh. Maybe they dap each other up. I guess that's physical touch too, huh? Yeah, that's why I'm like, they ain't doing nothing. I don't know. How are you I not hugging? I, I don't just, know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's what, like, them. I don't, like, they need to abort. Like, seriously. Like, is this one zero for five? Like this, like I oh, just it's a don't rough season. <laughs> like what's going on? And the thing is that he's not even that. Like he's not unattractive. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, got the he's hole not. in his head, but it's fine. <laughs> we can fix that. Pastor Cal Wait, says he wants we? Michael to initiate some touch. The hole in his head? Oh uh, yeah, he'd have to shave his whole head. Yeah, we that's fixable. <laughs> <laughs> he'll join bald and bearded it'll be fine oh my um, gosh. he'll join Gil. <sighs> Gil okay so okay. anywho's pastor Kyle says he wants them, <laughs> he wants Michael to initiate touch we hear Jasmine and she's saying she's very sexual but the emotional connection is missing oh, she says she doesn't feel uncomfortable when he touches her and like they sit close to each other on the couch but she says when he does touch her she doesn't feel anything it's like you know when somebody brushes past you in the grocery store and it's like oh excuse me she doesn't oh my god nothing happens dr Ugh. pepper encourages her to you know practice like holding hands when you're talking and finding opportunities to touch instead of just touching out of habit or because um you think you should um michael's question to ask is do we have enough time to build an emotional connection uh, Pastor Cal, that's the this... question. I would ask, do you like me? <laughs> he doesn't have to ask that because he's not worried about that. But <sighs> Pastor Cal and Michael go back and forth with the same dynamic. Pastor Cal says, um, you know, did you guys always have a connection? And Michael says, no. He's like, what gave you guys a connection? He's like, the open dialogue. And so it's like, okay, well, that kind of thing, talking more to each other builds more of a connection. Um, Dr. Pepper is saying, you know, both of you guys have good hearts. She clearly hasn't been seeing Jasmina, but she's like, both hmm. of you have good hearts and you just have to work to expose them to each other. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, they weren't emotional and crying, but it seemed like Michael had a good time. Don't know if Jasmina got anything from it. Um, <laughs> you know, just... she didn't like, I'm so over them. Like, can you imagine? <sighs> Being with someone, your husband, you feel nothing when you kiss him. Or I'm sorry, you haven't kissed. Oh, wait. Did they kiss? Yeah. You feel nothing when you kiss him. Night. Yeah, you feel nothing when he touches you. Goodness. So then, so then it's nothing. Like, there's nothing there. There's not a lot to go off of, no. Mm-mm. They're friends. It's, like, they're literally friends. Maybe on a good day, they're friends. So sad. Poor Mike. It'll be okay, little buddy. Just, just, you know, we'll see what happens. 
That's All it right. for Jasmine yeah. and Michael. She doesn't feel a damn thing. Doesn't have a problem saying it. <laughs> doesn't Michael have a problem. Like- and don't have a problem telling him. I'm just, oh my God. Okay, so Jasmine let's transition. Doesn't have a problem speaking at all. She's just no. constantly outspoken. So let's transition into Mark and Lindsay. Um, okay. This is after their therapy sessions with their non therapists. Um, <laughs> it appears as if Lindsay is making some sort of like, ch- like crispy chicken thighs. Um, I don't know what that was. But nothing else. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, is there a side or something coming? What is happening? Nothing else. Just the crispy chicken thighs. It looked like it had a good crisp on it, but I'm sure it was just with the Katina salt and pepper. Um, so he's like cutting into one of the, I know it's chicken thighs because just the way he, like he had to cut into it, I believe it's bone in chicken thigh. Um, so... Oh. It looked like she gave him such a small piece, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think, yeah, because, you know, when they cook, they're, like, super small. But, again, I'm like, is there a mashed potato or, like, some green beans? Or it's just literally just the chicken thighs. Great. Um, So Mark tells her that Pastor Cal brought some things to the surface for him, and they talked a lot about his mom and dad issues, and it struck an emotional core. He says it's been an extremely emotional day with all these questions, And she says that both of them have so much work to do. Mm. One of the questions he was trying to figure out is why she goes to such a place of hurt when they get upset. And she says that, um, wait, what does she say? Oh, no. And then he says, can she explain (laughs) empathetically? Because that triggers um, him and makes him think about his mom yelling at his dad. Mm. And that his biggest thing is to try and learn where it comes from so he can show her affection that she is deserving of. She tries to explain herself and she says that she feels like she's usually not heard by him and it makes her feel invalued. She doesn't know how to say it in a way to make him understand. She Hmm. says that he gets defensive and then she just matches his energy basically. And he says (laughs) they need to equally work on things because she does like he'll get annoyed and then she like takes it a step further and like that's like relationship one-on-one it's like you never like someone has to be the person to like calm it down like someone mm-hmm. has to be the bigger person to be like you know what let's not elevate this like it yeah. doesn't it's like a pride thing or like ego yeah and so he says that they need to equally work on things and work on her volume and the way she says thing says things mm-hmm. She asked him what love is for him. And he actually was able to tell her this, like, without even pausing. Um, He says, uh, when someone someone accepts him for everything he is, the good, the bad, the uncomfortable, and doesn't try to change him too much. He says, whoever marries him, you know, he has one mom and his Nana, but that person, you know, once they're gone, will, you know, he wants an unconditional protection um, of love or like an unconditional he said motherly but I don't really want to <laughs> say that um, maternal <laughs> maternal like yes well, yes absolutely um, so that's kind of where the conversation ended um, I don't really have high hopes for them so oh yeah high hopes is <laughs> optimistic but I think no. Mark really, no. like, when he has a chance to speak, I think he can speak and articulate himself. Yeah. Um, I think with her, the question is, like, is she willing to listen to him? She's not. Or is she willing so. to consider his perspective? No. 
Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, the answer is <laughs> The answer not. is no. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's tough for poor little little Marky. He just doesn't poor have Mark. anyone in his corner. And she's like, I'm in your corner. But she's also like the, the problem. God. So, yeah. It's a tough one for Mark. Our friend Mark, the shark. He hasn't been very sharky either. That kind Mm-mm. of died off very quickly. It did. Which tells After me the he's wedding. lost himself. <laughs> Goodness. He hasn't been himself since. Okay. Um, Jasmina and Michael are meeting. She says her meeting with Dr. Pepper went well. She asked what she can do to build trust. They're having some, would you call this banter? The way they're like going back and forth through questions? No. Or are they just debriefing? There is no okay. banter. <laughs> <laughs> so their questions for each other are pretty much the same is what we get from this. Um, she asked what she can do to build trust. He says he would like her to be more vulnerable. Um, excuse me. Um, she believes him. She says she sees his effort that he's been making since... I don't know, whenever he told her he was making an effort, she decided to listen to that. He asks, do you think chemistry can be built over time? And she says, well, if there are feelings at decision day, then I think physical connection will come. Um, But she says she doesn't feel like she knows him as a person. Uh, He says things have become easier in the space there and now to kind of get to know each other. She also then says she's scared the effort may not be enough for her to get there by decision day. There is a song, and it says, I don't feel like running. I just want to stay. What? That's what it said, girl. I was like, hmm, interesting. What are they trying to tell me with this? Anything, anything at all. So that's kind of them. It seems like things are very cousinly or like, you know. (laughs) Yes. Like, this is just friends. Barely. Barely. For, I mean, I think they might be like kind of like a ticking time bomb because I feel like it's going to only be a matter of time before they're fighting again. But who knows? <laughs> as soon as something serious happens, I think she'll let her mind be known and he'll Goodness. have to try to figure out what to do. Indeed. So then we transition into Noi and Steve. They are finally having some sort of conversation about a plan or finances or whatever. Future planning. Mm-hmm. Steve says that he's been trying to talk to her about this for a while now. And so he, I don't know what this was. I don't know if it was a spread. It wasn't a spreadsheet. It It looked like some kind of app. Yeah. Like it felt like some sort of app of some sort. I don't even know like what there were like different categories. Um, He says he has a section of finances so they can talk about it. But then we didn't hear anything about finances. Um, he so has all we not heard his finances. No. So all we heard was that they want to have a joint account for shared expenses, and if they are both working, then they'll share the daily tasks. Um, she says that she needs to see some sort of income, and if he has a plan for what he wants to do, that would make her feel better. Um, he says the first option is a full time position, and he says that he's not opposed to working, but it may not be necessary. So then that's it. Like, that's all we hear. So then he starts talking about having kids. And she says she wants to have her first child within the next year. So then he says, looks like we'll have a busy month. LOL. And then that's literally it. Did we miss finances? Well, okay. So he started rambling for a bit. Yeah. I'm like, well, where's the meat of this? (laughs) He mentioned something like maybe she can take some time off for herself. Yeah. And and I'm like, like, how "How?" is that going into the plan? (laughs) So, so 
was so confused. I don't know. He starts talking about like entrepreneurial ventures are possible. He starts, he says there's a, he names like 10 million things that are possibilities of how <laughs> they can do this. And I think he's just saying these things so that she will learn or she will realize like there are more options than just traditional nine to five for mm-hmm. both of us. Um, my thing is even with him listing all these things, how is how do you want kids in the next year but you want him to yeah it's not you don't know if you want to move in with him he doesn't have a job like you're concerned but you're still like yeah by next year i'll have a little child here like where does that connect for you because it doesn't make a lot of sense to me i'm just really confused like i don't like, I felt like maybe we didn't get all of the conversation or maybe they didn't. No, talk. no way. Like they're like, so is so is it done? Like, is she is, is she satisfied? She, yeah, she's satisfied. Like, I'm just I'm still left just very confused. She seemed satisfied. I mean, they were laughing. So I was like, maybe she saw something we didn't on that screen because we only saw the screen like twice and there was no significant information on there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I guess they've had the conversation. The box is checked. We I go from so. there to, huh? So I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she she know what she needs to know now. I, that's all I can hope for mm-hmm. the both of them. Um, okay. So there's a volleyball group date planned. Noi isn't going because she felt sick or she had a headache or something. Everyone else is gonna go. Uh, so apparently production set this up so the experts are secretly watching like upstairs in some room um, to make sure everyone interacts with their partner as they've been directed to. Which this is, is so very weird. Like, big brother. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. We told you this yesterday. Now today you're going to have to do it. So right. they're watching. Um, so they're playing like sand volleyball. Lindsay and Mark have a secret handshake. They also have some rip away pants. Um, Olajuwon is trying to teach Katina how to hit the volleyball. This girl, she's just not athletic. And I knew she didn't work out, but I don't know. She's like on the floor the whole game, just falling. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate her net, trying. All in the sand. She's trying. <clears throat> she just, she's just not athletic. Um, and Jasmine is not athletic either so she had mm-hmm. her she was talking to somebody trying to get coached before the game on facetime so it's tough um after you know they have that little brief scene of everyone playing together i get i think steve is carrying um Lindsay and mark he's on their side of the net and he's mm-hmm. tall and sporty so they're not having to do much work after that everyone circles up they're having their gatorade having their toes in the sand <laughs> Um, Steve asks how's everyone how everyone's marriage is doing. <laughs> Michael says they're focusing on having deeper conversations with each other. Lindsay starts to talk, but then she starts talking about some volleyball and the ceiling by a sprinkler or something like that. Yeah. And Pastor Cal's like, there she goes again. She's always like diverting mm-hmm. from the serious conversations. Um, she goes back to say again. I said that is true. Yeah, she just like is. I don't know. ADD. <laughs> Sorry if you have ADD. Y'all know well, Michaela. I don't, I'm about to say Michaela wants to come and get you. But <laughs> I'm like, girl, stay on track. Just stay with the moment. But I don't know. She's talking about something in the ceiling. Nobody looks. We don't even see a volleyball in the ceiling. Um, so she starts talking again. 
Um, I don't know what she's talking about, honestly, because she, she, y'all know, she just starts talking. Um, however, Dr. Pepper says they're both afraid of their emotions, but she feels like Lindsay knows herself. And I think this is kind of like what we were saying earlier. It does seem like she's been to therapy at some mm-hmm. point, but yeah. she, I don't think she finished her therapeutic journey or maybe it's ongoing. It seems like there's a lot more to be done still. Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts crying and now her and Mark are sitting next to each other in two separate chairs. She's crying. Mark is staring off. <laughs> Poor, oh my god this was so into cringe. the distance he's not listening to what she's saying either he's kind of like me he's just like okay there she is she's talking blah 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 um she like leans over like toward his chair like so reaching sad. for him and he's still just like yeah. not with us which is i think is why Tamara was saying maybe this was the same day or soon after when uh, yeah i felt like he was still in that, same put him place. in that sunken place yeah <laughs> So Dr. Pepper says that she made a bid. Um, bids are uh, like when you try to engage your partner. It's called making a bid. So she's tried that. Mark doesn't respond. He doesn't do anything. Doesn't grab her hand. He doesn't say they're there. He doesn't look at her direction. <laughs> he <there>. just <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge that she is even speaking. It's yeah. it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, there. <laughs> you know he could have been like. They're there. They're there. It's going to be okay. <laughs> he just doesn't say shit. He doesn't look concerned. He, he doesn't didn't even look at her. He don't even know what's no. going on. Mark is having his own moment. <sighs> oh, Mark. Um, Elijah apologized to everyone, apologizes to everyone for how the dinner went last time. And he brings up his meeting with Dr. Pepper because y'all know one thing about Elijah, he going to say how he feel. Mm-hmm. And so he says that Dr. Pepper had concerns about him belittling his wife. He says he told Katina and Katina did just what she's doing now. Just like a laugh. She wasn't laughing. She, she didn't wasn't. Even say like, yes she or didn't, no. I didn't even, I didn't know where she was. She was giving me Mark energy. I was like, are you there? <laughs> She wasn't giving me Mark energy. She was giving me, like, keep the peace energy. Like, I ain't about to tell you, because mm-hmm. that's not a fight we need to have. Goodness. Um, so sad. he says that he tells them the whole, like, he said, she said thing with Dr. Pepper. He said Dr. Pepper did not help him. 90% of it was a waste. Um, he's just, you know, going off as, as we expect him to do. And then suddenly, <gasps> Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper are walking through the Ooh, arena. Everyone's like, oh, oh, my, oh my goodness. Yeah. Crazy. So two more chairs appear just out of thin air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there were two empty chairs at the circle initially. but Oh, my gosh. Two more chairs magically appear. Dr. Pepper tries to clarify to him and tells Alajuan that she wanted him to interpret what was being said to her. Alajuan appreciates her opportunity to do damage control, but I still personally feel like she was gaslighting him. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I, know I didn't, really like Dr. Pepper. She could have kept whatever she, she said. I was like, girl. I think she did a good job with Lindsay, but I feel like in this situation, Alajuan was right. Um, Pastor Cal says Katina is very solution minded. Hmm. I don't think those are his words. I think those are my words. But he no, says he she's said, looking um, for ways she to. She has a resolution in mind. Oh, so, yeah. resolution in yes. mind. Resolution in okay. mind. So she's not trying to start a fight. She's trying to figure out how to get this man to stop yelling. 
meaning mm-hmm. you know her husband yeah because pastor clarifies says that's um oh. that's exactly what he needs apparently yeah it probably is maybe because i think elijah want to keep shit going for <laughs> for a while until he's satisfied that he said enough maybe um mm-hmm. let's see Olajuwon clarifies that he's not in love, and Pastor Cal's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, so you're saying, <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> this is why they should have just met, because it probably would have been uh, received better. Yes, yes. So Pastor Cal says that love is making a decision to commit to fulfilling another's needs. And so it's a decision you make. It's not something you fall into. It's something you grow into. Anyways, cool. Um, they all agree about that. Dr. Pepper tells Lindsay and Mark to touch, even when they're upset, to still show connection. Um, mm, I don't know if I like that what? advice. Like, why are we going to be touching while we're fighting? You know, I so when she said this, I was picturing like, okay, have I ever argued with somebody and held their hand at the same time? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Is it ever like let's sit on the bed and hold hands and tell each other? Like, <laughs> like honestly, I, I I don't know if maybe I'm just not there yet, but I I don't recall, you know, being okay, in the throes well, of a of a you know a, a um, situation. And I'm like, let's hold hands. I'm I'm glad you said that because at first for a minute I was like, okay, maybe I'm not fully evolved. Well, I know I'm not fully evolved, but I was like, <laughs> well, I'm clearly that not thought there has yet. never occurred like, to me. What? I'd love to know if any of y'all have been in the throes of a heated discussion and you're like holding hands. Please let us know. Has it ever been like let's just hug right here and now? Right? Because I know sometimes therapists will say, you know, you guys should hug and like sync your breathing when you're arguing. It's like, mm. what? <laughs> like what? You know, I don't know. I can see. First of all, people need to breathe independently before they can breathe together. So I feel like Hello. check your breathing. Make sure you're not elevated. You know, because you're probably dysregulated if you're arguing. Take exactly. some time to regulate yourself before you try to sync up with somebody else and just be a big ball of dysregulation. I mean, that's why they say so, you got to put on your your oxygen mask. You know, first. Thank you. you. Can put on Hello. Else's. So, okay, we agree Dr. Pepper's suggestion here is highly questionable. Um, And this didn't even work in the past because remember they were arguing at the island and Lindsey grabbed Mark. Yes, and he was like, like, don't don't grab me. I was like, oh, Lord. But I mean, I get it, though. Like, why are you touching me? Maybe, well, maybe Lindsey is is a step ahead of us. (laughs) No, I'm not there. (laughs) Not possible. I just felt like if somebody, if I was going off or like you were going off on me <laughs> and you try to touch me, I would be like, whoa, what? I'd be do. like, whoa. First, I'd be like, why are you trying to grab me? Like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what are not, you doing? No, that's not, it's not in your best interest. It's not in my best interest. No, if like if me, we're grabbing and someone respond. tries to grab me, like, whoa, back up. Don't put your hands on me. <laughs> don't put your hands on me. So yeah, I don't know. Sounds nice in theory. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> in practice, it's a different, it's a different thing. Indeed. And maybe where Dr. Pepper comes from, those things are acceptable, but yes. in my neck of the woods, in my hood, we're not, not going to touch each other. Everybody as a girl, themselves. as a girl from the Gulf, it's not happening over here <laughs> either. So keep your hands to yourselves when you're fighting with me. <laughs> okay, so we agree. Uh, Pastor Kyle says, uh, "Give Michael 
Oh, he starts talking to Michael and Jasmina. And he says, give Michael some time. He tells Jasmina she needs to woe man up (gasps) to something. I was really distracted by some of the language. I didn't know what was happening during them. I was like, woe man up about what? What are we talking about? Why why is he talking to them? Because Jasmina made a quip or something like that. Like, oh, you talking about us or something like that. And I was like, oh, man. I hate it when she does. Why was he addressing them? I don't know. But when she does the whole the, the comedy act, I'm like, please stop. You're not funny. That bothers you? It does. Ooh, like, it's just. I don't mind it. I just don't like her. <laughs> just well, that's honest. Thank you for your honesty, Tamara. <sighs> we sorry, appreciate guys. that. You know, we've all got biases. So. Work in progress. Yeah. It's true. It is true. So you don't have any idea what he said. We can go on. I don't. I, I was really, the last thing I had was, um, cause, because then Jasmina tells everyone that she doesn't feel anything <laughs> when he touches her. Oh, so not yes, only, yes, yes. So not this only is right she, after. Not only did she tell, you know, Pat, uh, Dr. Pepper, but she tells the whole cast. And then mm-hmm, Dr. Pepper, mm-hmm. you know, tries to correct her. And she says, well, remember we talked, we were going to say, I don't have yet instead of I don't have, um, because you guys are still mm-hmm. working and still getting to know each other. That was so cringe. I was like, how are you going to tell everybody that this man makes you feel nothing? Well, you know, she's speaking her truth. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is right after Dr. Pepper says something like, no man is going to be your girlfriend or your mother, so let them be a man or some, something. Yeah, like I didn't know what she like was that. talking about. I was, I got very confused. I was like, what? I think she was trying to say, like, control your expectations around how you're going to interact with your husband. Like, he's not one of your girlfriends. But um, why not? Why okay. ain't he? That was weird. Um, yeah, Jasmina tells everyone. I do think Dr. Pepper is saying, like, you need to add yet to that is a very helpful tip, mm-hmm, but absolutely. I don't agree that we need to discuss this in front of everyone. Um, Cause Michael's just sitting there taking it. I mean, he looks down, he's playing with his toes or something like that with yes. his Gatorade. And I was like, Oh man, <laughs> even if he knew this, I'm sure he didn't want it to be like, Everyone Public knowledge. Know and it, I mean, if yes. someone told me that, like, can you imagine if you're if the person you're with was like, "Yeah, I don't feel nothing when you touch me," I would be like, oh, no. <laughs> well, "Why don't you just touch yourself then?" Because okay, this is tough. I don't need that. I don't need that. Um, so that's kind of where we end the episode at, I believe. It looks like next time we're going on a retreat to a cabin in Vermont. Um, looks like they're good vibes, mostly except for some prefabricated drama. Mm-hmm. So overall, what are your thoughts about this episode? Good, bad, meh, meh, meh. It was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like, like, like you said, I feel like we are missing a few episodes of content. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're definitely missing um, the family episode and the money episode like i don't know if maybe like what did we trade those episodes for so like instead of having those like i'm trying to figure out like what what do we put in place of that nothing yeah like it's just not it's just not making any sense to me um i don't know maybe i don't know if someone's already looked at like the breakdown of these episodes versus Mm -hmm. previous seasons 
Um, but it just seems like someone switched around the order in a way that's not beneficial to yeah anyone. I agree. So yeah, so I definitely didn't. I, I we're miss for this is the season that we truly needed two of those things. So I just it's mm-hmm. it's it's strange. So yeah, I mean, otherwise it was. I guess it's a good season. I mean, excuse me, a good episode. I mean, <laughs> I just everyone. See, it seems like everyone's in distress. Yeah, so, a lot of know. people hurting. Yeah, a lot of people hurting. Still don't have a therapist on staff. Um, if you live in Boston or Massachusetts, you know. Yeah, know let us know about Dick Dizzy. Provider. Dick Dizzy. Oh, y'all, y'all talk. Y'all talking I'm about saying that if there's there? a licensed provider. Oh, please <laughs> reach reach out to these people. Um, give them your send them your cards. Let them know that like, hey. There's hope, whatever. Um, Because these people just need better support than they're getting. Um, But also, yes, if you're in Boston and Dick Dizzy is a thing, (laughs) send us uh, the example of when you've been Dick Dizzy or Mm -hmm. when you've made someone Dick Dizzy. Dick Dizzy. Have I ever been Dick Dizzy? Let me think. You should be Dick Dizzy in your marriage, apparently. That sounds great. Like when you're married, I want to be Dick Dizzy. Is that that's a newlywed thing though? Surely yeah, that is I don't, not sustainable. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I need Katina to explain it to me again. <laughs> well, because I don't think it's a marriage thing. She said that happens like in relationships. Because she said that. Well, she, I mean, like she when you're in a marriage. Yeah, like when you're a newlywed though, I feel like you should be. Dick yeah, dizzy, I guess you could just be. Saying, dick I don't know dizzy. if it keeps up. Yeah, but I wonder. Like, I'm trying to think in past relationships if I've been dick dizzy. Oh. I, I don't know if I have because I've always just been so like mm. always trying to like think of like I was always trying to be a couple steps ahead oh that's good I feel like yeah <laughs> I might have been I might have been a couple times oh you was dick yeah. busy <laughs> <laughs> well hold on hold on hold on rare. actually hold on let me pause let me pause <laughs> I'm giving myself too be much honest credit. with us hold on hold on hold on okay yes who did you just who just came to mind that, they came to well mind. a whole wow. era a whole era honestly oh. of just life you know things you know life just passes you by um but yeah you know when you're young you know dick dizzy dick dizzy <laughs> when you're young there's not a lot riding on being dick dizzy. yeah like it's, it's just, okay it's fun yeah you know it's it's just it's a phase of life so yeah, but yeah it's just like, we well, should you know oh my god we should do a poll be like are y'all dick dizzy? <laughs> I love that. We have to name. Okay, me... We have to name the episode that. What a word. Okay, hold on. Let dick me make a dizzy. tweet. I'm gonna tweet this out and see which. Dick think. dizzy. Um, but in the meantime, I'm trying to think. Okay, have I been watching? What have I been watching, you guys? Um, if I have any recommendations, you know, I just finished Bel Air. Iconic. Such a great show. I'm still waiting. Um, oh my god, yes, I have to send you oh my god, thank you for reminding oh. me I'm gonna send it to you today. Um trying to hold her accountable. I know, hold me accountable out here on the world wide web. Um, so Bel Air and then I'm trying to think if I've been watching something new. I actually re I started rewatching Bel Air. So no guys, I haven't watched Oh, you started anymore. rewatching it? That's yes. a good indication. <laughs> because I just love like the cast is just so attractive. I'm like, you guys are just beautiful. So yeah, oh I just goodness. I started rewatching it. So yeah, sorry guys, nothing okay. new on my end. 
nothing new over here. Love After Lockup, Undercover Boss. Mm. Um, I'm trying to watch Bridgerton this season. Actually, I got to like 30 seconds in and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. And then I turned it off. I felt like I struggled with the first season and then somewhere it caught me. But this season, I feel like I'm struggling again. And I feel like I don't really know what happened in the first episode. I somehow got to the second one. Mm. Um, and I kind of know what's going on, but I'm not feeling as intrigued. But I do know some people have like finished the whole season and binged it. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not even really interested in reading those books, which is uh, <laughs> not a good not it's a not a good sign, sign like for you. Book. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. I like a book, but I'm that series. I'm like, mm. there's something about like those period pieces where I struggle um, because I was trying to start watching it, and I think I was reading something at the same time, and then I looked up and I was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are saying or like what y'all talking about, and so I quickly yeah. turned it off. I was like, I don't even have the brain power to like do this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something I've been cutting on occasionally, but I'm not very invested. It's also supposed to be my gym show, which usually I have a show where I just watched at the gym, like when I'm on the elliptical or something. Mm-hmm. But I've been finding myself not watching it oh, no. when I'm on the elliptical or like not even going to Netflix. I've just been like mm-hmm. watching music videos. So it's not looking good, y'all. Um, for Bridgerton, but if y'all have caught on somewhere in the second season, tell me where it picks up. I think they really lost me with um, the the character who left after last season, the French guy, um, who was like the oh the black guy, yeah, yeah. After he left, I think that was really a bummer for me. And now there aren't there are the same some of the same black people um but he's not there and he's like under the guise that he's at home and she's come to the season by herself it's just i don't know i like the drama they had between them two so mm-hmm. yeah it was cute what happened to them i forgot uh they end up getting married oh so, so do okay. they live in the same area actually i don't even care well the way the show works is like everybody <laughs> comes to town for like the mating season it's not it's like a dating season and there's like a bell oh. or a diamond or a gem maybe i don't know you know i'm not really giving a good review but everyone comes together for this like season the season's only you know so long and then mm-hmm. everyone goes back to where they live so he just oh. stayed home this season oh i see i see i see i see i see all right that's good to know yeah, you're not, you're not missing anything. No. I mean, like I said, I tried to watch, and I was like, nope, not right now. So, yeah. But anyways, um, is that all? Do we have anything else to share? Um, I don't think so. Nope. Um, If you kept up with us live tweeting last night, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, so exciting. I'm publishing a new poll. Um, Dick Dizzy. Yes, this is the Dick Dizzy poll. I'm going to leave it up for a few days so y'all can have a chance to chime in after you hear the episode. Um, uh, You know, Dick Dizzy reminds me of this iconic song called Busy Body. Um, Busy Body is by, oh my gosh, it's by Paul Wall. Um, It is iconic with featured artists Webby and Mouse Mm -hmm. on the track Busy Body. 
Um, I'm trying to see if I can figure, find the lyrics because it reminds me of, of Dick Dizzy. I guess because Dizzy and Busy. Um, but Busy Body is about um, a lady. Um, black, lack, Pocahontas with a fat cat, fat back, fat stack. Rub it on my six oh, pack. This is like rhyming. For <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little, you know, a little language. Okay. Um, but if you guys want to hear, it's called Busybody. Um, Paul Wall featuring Webby and Mouse. Iconic. Busybody, Dick Dizzy. Love it. Okay, y'all check the poll on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> let me know if you've been Dick Dizzy or if you can't relate or if you've made someone Dick Dizzy. If there's Ooh. a story, reply. Yeah, if you've made someone Dick Dizzy, please share. Tell me how you did that, and uh, <laughs> or tell us, and you know it's not anonymous, but doesn't need to be. This is the no. past. We're grown. Exactly. Trust us. I'm not going to tell your secrets. So, and There's no that. secrets. Be be proud of your dizzy dick dizzy. And I mean, hey, if you share your story of how you made somebody dick dizzy, who knows who's coming your way? So hello, hello, hmm. love might, it. Uh, might look out. Absolutely. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. Well. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.